0: We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Brother County's Place to Talk.
2: Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Friday edition of Football Friday. Mean one thing, the coach, Preston O'Neill, is joining us today. Preston, how are you? I'm
3: doing well, Monty. How are you?
2: I'm just hanging in there. That's about it. Enjoying this enjoying this football season uh, so far this season, this year and you know boy we we got a lot of contenders out there don't we and pretenders
3: yeah yeah we do I mean it's, uh, uh the Pac twelve has got some looks like they've got some contenders which has been a long time two Washington and USC uh, Oregon. Oregon. They got four. Big twelve's got a couple. Uh Texas looks like they're a contender. We'll find out. You know, they faded last year after playing Texas to the wire. They got the win. They're out, you know, they're improved, so let's see how that goes. Uh Oklahoma's looking pretty good. Uh Kansas. I don't know if they're a contender or not, but they're better than they've been in a long time. Yeah. And then the Big Ten: Ohio State, Michigan, same two.
2: Penn State, I think you can throw in there.
3: Penn State, you're exactly right. Then the SEC, a lot of contenders, with Georgia being the, uh, you know, being the the un unarguable leader of the pack.
2: But weren't overwhelming last week. I mean, they won the game, but um, you know, I don't know how good South Carolina is or isn't. You know. Um, They did have a big game out of conference play and got beat um, pretty badly by North Carolina. So, uh, SEC's kind of up in the air right now.
3: They are, and, you know, Georgia's got some of the same issues Alabama does. Well, one primary issue, you know, playing well at quarterback. Uh, They haven't had to make some adjustments that Alabama has, but, you know, Monty, who are the premier quarterbacks in the SEC? This is the one guy you can put your finger on that said this guy, you know, is is different than all the rest.
2: I like the guy. Was it Daniel at LSU?
3: That'd be the one that I thought of, but everything else is is kind of about equal. Yeah. Nobody's set that, you know, uh, separated from the rest uh, as a premier quarterback. You know, we had Hendon Hooker last year, the guy at Alabama, uh, you know, th- those two were uh, you know, outstanding quarterbacks and looked different than most other people in the league. Yeah. So, you know, m- nothing is uh, – no quarterback. You know, we got LSU, he's trying to, but he's really not there yet. But I'd say he's the one you take a look at.
2: Yeah, he's completing over 70% of his passes, but actually there's quite a few in the SEC uh, that are, so – um, but there's more to it than just completion percentage. It's when you complete them and, you know, what do you do on third downs and, and things like that. So, um, but, you know, I think this, this season, it's going to look different in a couple weeks and, and it'll look a little more different a the couple weeks on down the road. I will say this, uh, uh, this is close to Alabama's last stand, though. This week at home against Ole Miss.
0: Yeah,
3: they got to win this. Or they become, you know, an afterthought. Uh, they got. They still have a target on their back, Mon, uh, Monty. You know, they're still considered one of the premier programs in the country. Uh, you can't take away the fact that, uh, Nick Saban. Uh, is in the conversation of the best of all time. Uh, uh, so, so, in this era of college football, he's the premier football coach in the in the uh, in the history of the, you know this era. Uh, but they've got you know they're not as good as they've been. No. And I hope this doesn't happen to him, Bonnie. But if you look at history. You know, Woody Hayes, and I know he punched the guy in the gut, but, you know, you look at any of the great coaches that have had that run run, and then toward the end of the career they begin to fall off. Uh, They have an agreement with, you know, they expect to become a special assistant to the president, and then the next guy comes in and it takes, you know, since Bear Bryant, they dropped off. Gene Stallings came in and won a national championship. And it dropped off for a long time. And Saban came back and brought it back. So I hope that doesn't happen to him, that it, that it tails off and, and, you know, he ends in a bad way.
2: Hampton Florida State.
3: Yeah. Oklahoma with Switzer. I mean, you could go down the list. Bo Schembechler, you know, you can go down the list of how that occurs.
2: All right, let's talk about the Blue Raiders. Last week they went 35-14 at home. And, you know, I don't think they I think they came in with the right mindset or they wouldn't have gone up 21 to nothing in a, you know, snap of their fingers. Um, after that, it was just kind of a blah game.
3: I would say they probably were running the ball. I didn't get to see a lot of it. Uh, Running the ball the entire time after they got up, get time off the clock, get out of there without any injuries, and really work on the run game. Now, I didn't see it, so I really can't. I don't even know why I said that. I didn't see it. <laughs> so I don't know what they did. They won the ball game. Now that's some... money, that's that, To me, money this week's opponent is so much more interesting than anybody they've played.
2: Yeah, I mean. What's happening. Yeah, I mean, you've got the Colorado State coming off a, a tough, tough double OT loss and, um, to, at Colorado. They were ready to play. Um, I don't know how much of a rivalry that is for Colorado, but for Colorado State, they take a lot of pride in playing Colorado. You know, they're the little brother, so to speak. And, uh, boy, they came out ready to play.
3: It hadn't been very good in a while. Mm -mm. Uh, But, you know, Jay Norville poured gas on the fire. Yeah. Created more interest. uh, Got his kids fired up or whatever, you know, however that did. And like I said, they came out and played. Should have won the game. But they're not at the point where they can finish. Right. Uh, And, you know, hats off to Colorado. He took it 98 yards put them in the end zone and tied the game. So. Uh,
2: and then had a completed two point conversion. Yes. So, well, you know, you said something a long time ago on this show, you know, I think mean, middle had a bad year and they had most of their players coming back. And you said every team's different every year. And more important, every locker room's different every year, you know, correct. Last year, You know, middle beat Colorado State 34-19, to but the game was not that close. You know, middle blew them out from the get-go. And um, this year, I was watching them cats the other night. Boy, they are physical.
3: They are. But, Monty, look at the previous games. (laughs) You know, they either didn't show up or weren't too excited about being there. What are they, one and three? Two and one and two,
2: I think so. Yeah, one and two. Um, you know, and middle's actually a slight favorite, which you know, I'm not gonna argue with Vegas, they're they're right more times than not, and Uh, I hope they're right this time. But, um,
1: I do
3: too, it uh, uh, I do too because hey, they just came off that loss, they got to get on an airplane, fly to Murfreesboro, or stay in Nashville, get on the bus, come to Murfreesboro. Uh, and you just uh, uh, you just played Colorado off their feet and got beat. And I got to get excited about going to play Middle Tennessee, even though they beat us last year. Uh, that's a tough that's a tough gig.
2: Of course, this is homecoming early. Early. Um, you've got uh, the Hall of Fame stuff and all that going on. And a lot of people asking why is it so early where well, they're playing all those games in October on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. So, this is the best date for it. Um, but this is a game you'd like to have like at 11 a.m. <laughs> right. Well, you
3: know, TV.
2: If you had your druthers. Yeah.
3: TV. Well, Colorado State, I guarantee, would rather play at 11 a.m. Oh, that's 9 a.m. on their body, or 10 a.m. on their body, but, you know, they get home in a decent hour. Play a night game? (laughs) We'll get home, you know, time to have breakfast on Sunday morning.
2: That's right. All All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. It is night games. Joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill. We'll take a break and be right back.
4: Scott, when it comes to health, there are numbers that every man needs to know, including our very own testosterone numbers. I recommend going to Low T Center where they make it quick and easy to get your levels checked and it's only 25 bucks. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and with their on-site lab, you'll know your results in about 25 minutes. Low testosterone levels can make you feel tired, grumpy, cause lack of motivation and drive. It can also raise your cholesterol, cause weight gain and loss of muscle mass. Go to lowtcenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's healthcare The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street, across from the tall NHC building. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together, to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Greetings friends, this is Lenny Farmer with the Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home in Murfreesboro. If you ever had to deal with the final arrangements of a loved one, funerals are both emotional and financial. You can easily be drained both ways when you least expect it. I can help you in both of these areas by showing you the positive side of prearranging. Locking in your costs for the rest of your life will truly relieve some emotional stress at that time. Call me, won't you, at 615-893-2422. Let's talk.
2: Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion of All Sports Talk brought to you by First Bank, now with five Murfreesboro locations. 2415 Memorial Boulevard and 2610 Old Ford Parkway are two of those uh, fine branches. That's First Bank. All right, Preston, we we're talking about middle and Colorado State, you know, and we go into every game talking about this. Are they going to be able to run the ball?
3: You know, that's the question. uh, Based on, you know, what we saw uh, uh, Colorado State do Saturday night, they they played some pretty good defense. Uh, So, you know, money if you're going to be successful in any football program, even though you're going to be a pass-oriented offense, You've got to run the football. You have to run the football. You've know, you got to be able to pin your ears back, put some pressure on them in a run game. It slows down the pass rush, and it's a lot more physical. So you've been throwing it, throwing it, throwing it, and the legs are beginning to get tired. you got to be able to knock them off the ball. You uh, can't do that, then man, it makes it tough, in my opinion.
2: All right, elsewhere. And um, Conference USA last week uh, Liberty 55, 50 Buffalo 27, 50. FIU 24, Yukon 17, Ohio State 43, 50. Western Kentucky 10, 63 to 10, that is. Um, North Texas 40, Law Tech 37, New Mexico State 27, New Mexico 17, and Arizona beat. UTEP 31-10 to 10 this week, of course, Colorado State at Middle, Western at Troy, Louisiana Tech at Nebraska, Eastern Michigan at Jacksonville State, Liberty at FIU, Sam Houston at Houston, UNLV at UTEP, and New Mexico is at Hawaii. So, your thoughts about Conference USA thus far?
3: Well, we're getting into it, right? Yeah. In you know, the some conference games. Uh, I think if anybody's, anybody, you know, Liberty looks really, you know, looks like they're going, you know, looks like they're good, uh, playing pretty well. Uh, my, who, who do you think, you know, who's separating themselves in the league? Because I know we're coming out of the money games, but and you know, I'm not real sure. There's, is there somebody that you think's really better than anybody else?
2: I think mean, Liberty and Western are. One and two and then after that it's, it's kinda of wide open I think, you know. I think FIU's proven that it's uh much better and can compete with anybody. Um Jacksonville State looks good. Sam Houston, although struggling to score points, is only giving up what, twenty seven in two ball games. So mm-hmm. um, you know, I think a lot of teams have some things they can hang their hats on, you know. So who knows?
3: <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who was the second one? I didn't hear that.
2: The second one, what?
3: Liberty and
2: Western. Yeah, you know, I, I flushed that Ohio State thing. They, they, you know, been hearing how bad they were and could, didn't have a passing game, and they just they opened it up and got hot. So you know, sixty-three to ten, big deal. Um, they've been dominant in the rest of their games.
3: Yeah, I think it's why I don't. I agree on Liberty. I I think after after Liberty is
2: all the same. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm disappointed Liberty didn't get a Power Five team to play, and that may not be their fault. You know, maybe people didn't want to play them, but because they have pulled some big wins out, but um. I'd like to see how they've done against, you know, a, a Power 5 team. That's the only thing I – that's the only reason I wouldn't put them above everybody.
3: I agree with that. You know, probably the most improved team, Florida International. They've been impressive. And then we've got the new members. So, you know, how they stack up in the conference, uh, you know, have to get into – the late next month to figure
2: out where everybody is. So Jacksonville has looked impressive. Think about thing about the new members, though, um, with the exception of Liberty, none of them are eligible for bowl games or for the conference championship because that's part of their transition period. I don't get it. If you're playing them, why aren't you eligible? But, you know, once again, they didn't ask me what I think. Yeah, you know, And I'm getting a little tired of that. I think they should ask me what I think.
3: I don't know why they don't ask both of us. I'm kind of yeah. irritated I don't have a Heisman above. But, you know, there you go. <laughs> uh, I, I think the restrictions are because they came out of the bowl championship series, one double A. Yeah. The first transition into Division One. I. Uh, so they've got those restrictions where Liberty didn't.
2: Yeah, because they've been playing as an independent, you know, for a few, for, for a few seasons. So, um, you know, they became – thus they became um, eligible immediately. So, but anyway, I think it'll be a – again, and, you know, we, talk, we touched on this last week. It's going to be interesting to see how these schools handle these Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday games. Most of them are accustomed to Thursday games. But Tuesday and Wednesdays is totally different.
3: I agree. I agree. Uh, I guess that starts next week.
2: In October, yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, next week, yeah.
3: Yeah. So for the week after, whatever.
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) whatever.
3: Sometimes.
2: Yeah, I think they're just like any other conference right now. You got teams trying to find their way, and they're going. Everybody's going to look different um, come a month from now, and you hope you're on the good side of that, not the bad side.
3: Correct. Then the adjustment. You know, we talked about before. The middle's got an 18-day uh, break in there.
2: Yeah. Gee.
3: So. That'll be interesting. think uh, like, you know Tuesday, Wednesday, that will be interesting. And hey, Monty, we're just into the middle of September. We got a lot left to see what happens.
2: That we do. That we do. All righty. You're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. And Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report.
0: Anywhere News Radio WGNS is Rutherford County's place to talk. 100.5, 101.9, 1450 online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com.
4: Good afternoon. We're trying to wrap up this crash over here on 40 Eastbound at 28th Avenue. It's crowded as expected for a Friday. Trying to get north of the city on 65. Working your way up through Madison, getting on that ramp to Vietnam Vets. It does slow out there in Wilson County on 40 East where it connects with 840 just outside of Lebanon. 24 is busy, but it's moving through Rutherford County. Tons of radar on 24 in Rutherford and Coffee County. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken is catering. They're also hiring. Uh, Give them a call or go by and see them at Prince's Hot Chicken. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. This is Pastor Nicky Ajapong, the lead pastor of Holy Hill Chapel in Murfreesboro.
1: Hear our sermons on WGNS every Sunday night at 730. Everyday life, never take it for granted.
3: Visit Holy Hill
5: Chapel, tn.org to hear our podcast. It's a blessing.
0: In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615 893 1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014.
1: Next on WGNS and all sports talk, it's the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, brought to you by Rayburn Insurance, RAI Advisors, and My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. Are you
4: paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance Health, a true independent insurance agency, THAT REPRESENTS YOU IN PROTECTING YOUR HOME, YOUR CARS, YOUR BUSINESS, YOUR LIFE AND YOUR HEALTH. CALL MY TEAM INSURANCE TODAY, 895-4201, THAT'S 895-4201. PROUD TO BE SPONSORING THE BLUE RAIDERS AND PROUD TO SAY, LET'S GO BLUE.
5: Well, good afternoon, everybody. It is a big weekend here in Murfreesboro with it being homecoming. And it all starts off tonight on the athletic side with the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Sam Doughton, uh, staff writer for GoBlueRaiders.com, is uh, joining me today. And Sam, quick touch on the Hall of Fame ceremony tonight. Doors open at 630 in the auxiliary gym. Great class going in this year. Three men, three women, and the, the class spans over 40 years of Blue Raider athletics.
6: Absolutely, Chip. That's definitely one of my favorite things about this class. is It's a really nice mix of people who were recently became eligible. You know, there's a 10-year waiting period to be just be eligible for the Blue Raider Hall of Fame. And there's a couple folks that, that brush right up against that measurement. And there's some folks that have been waiting their turn a very long time. Some of the pioneers for some of our programs on campus, uh, both for softball and for women's basketball are getting their chance. So really exciting class. We're really excited to share that. Um, with with a lot of uh, the Hall of Famers and their families tonight. And like you said, 6.30 in the auxiliary gym in the Murphy Center tonight, if anybody wants to check check that out.
5: Of course, tomorrow, a lot of activity, the uh, parade beginning at 11 o'clock, but the main event, 6 o'clock, Middle Tennessee and Colorado State. Very interesting matchup uh, because, you know, I think after the Murray State game last week, everybody went home and watched Colorado State and go, oh, my goodness, are they better than they were a year ago.
6: Oh, absolutely. I think that was very evident. I mean, I know I was watching the game so much that I was, you know, writing my little sidebar, and, you know, probably took me a little longer than I would, would like to write it because I was so plugged into to what the Rams were doing uh, to Deion Sanders in Colorado, but a much improved team, particularly in the trenches, really good offensive line uh, growth from last season. You know, last year, Middleton, he had nine sacks against the Rams in Fort Collins. Uh, don't think that will be the case in Murfreesboro this year, given some of the guys they've got they've brought in. Um, But a lot of returning talent as well that has grown with the team in that time. So much improved group from Jay Norvell this year.
5: Yeah, and also middle got off to a great start, had a pick six on the first or second snap of the game, and that kind of set the tone. But, uh, you know, they've gotten – it's interesting offensively, they are – they're pushing 80% pass to 20% run. Uh, You don't see that very often.
6: But no, you don't chip. you know they're they're from the same air raid tree adjacent that Middle Tennessee's coordinator Mitch Stewart is. you know Matt Mummy's their quarterback coach, uh, son of Hal Mummy, who basically started that whole tree by himself. and uh, they lean more to the the Mike Leaks extreme of it where they're barely even thinking about running the football. and that'll provide a, a significant challenge for Middle Tennessee, particularly you know how to match up with that? Are they going to go? even more dime than they do. I mean, they're already in a lot of nickel, but are we going to have you know six, seven DBs on the field? Is something you could see this weekend.
5: Also, and in, in, in because of that, uh, one of the reasons is uh, we may be seeing the best receiver we'll see all year tomorrow.
6: Oh, Torrey Holton, who uh, went off against Middle Tennessee last year, was really the only reason the College stayed looked to be in the game late after middle jumped out to a 34 nothing lead in Fort Collins last year. But had you know, nine catches, 180 something yards, three touchdowns against the Blue Raiders. He's only gotten better, only gotten faster, uh, has been a point of emphasis in practice this week. Uh, our, our equipment guy here, at Milton C. Larry Maples has made a special number 14 Jersey for practice so that the scout team could follow Horton on every single play. Uh, Middle Tennessee obviously does not have a number 14 on the roster because that was Teddy Morris's number, which is retired correct. by the Blue Raiders. So I had to make a special jersey this week to make sure that Horton was zeroed in on the scout plan, and, and he's somebody certainly to watch on the other side of the ball.
5: Well, it's going to be an interesting day for sure. In Middle Tennessee, I think their biggest key is they've got to clean up their game from last week. If they get that done, I think you know they're going to have a, have a decent shot against a really good non-conference foe
6: absolutely, Chip, you know, I've Nick Vadiato and the, the Monday Press where you and I were at talked about how that's been, there's been a point of emphasis for this team after every single week so far. Like, hey, we got to cut out the penalties that we can cut out, the false starts, the, you know, personal fouls, the, the types of stuff you can prevent. Obviously, you know, you, you can't prevent every holding, you can't prevent every pass interference necessarily, but all those pre-snap and post-snap extracurriculars, you, you've got to cut out. And that's something that Colorado State's focused on this week. You know, I think they they had, you know, over a dozen Against Colorado as well, and I know that's something that that they thought that if they had cut that out, they would have had a chance to pull the upset them on probably the biggest stage that program's ever played. So definitely a big point of emphasis for both teams, but particularly for the Blue Raiders this weekend.
5: All right, pregame coverage at 4:30 on the Blue Raider Network. Kickoff just after six o'clock on the Blue Raider Network, which includes WGNS. Have a great weekend.
2: Live trivia is held every Tuesday night, and pool tournaments are held throughout the week. So if you're looking for a cozy and affordable sports bar with all the amenities, be sure to check out Fat Willie's on River Rock Boulevard next to the Animal Center. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Hey, before we get back to football, I did want to give a shout-out to uh, Eagleville's Addison Litton. She's a class of 2025 athlete, uh, one of the top um, recruits in really the southeast, and she committed yesterday to Clemson. Her top five choices included Clemson, Tennessee, Florida State, Texas A&M, and South Carolina. So, Right now, it looks like she's going to be a Tiger. All right. Again, we're joined today by the coach, uh, Preston O'Neill. Coach, uh, there's some head scratching going up in Knoxville right now, isn't there?
3: Yeah, I'm having a hard time scoring. Oh, uh, that wasn't even close. I thought it. Wasn't even close?
2: No. Florida dominated the game, well, particularly the first half on both sides of the ball, really did what they wanted to offensively.
3: Right. Yeah, they, I mean, watch, Nothing, watch no, them no, play LSU on the opening games. Was that it? Or? Who did they play the opening game? Florida.
2: They played Utah.
3: Utah. From watching that game at that point to where they are today, much improved football team. Played with more intensity. Had, had, a, had a purpose to be out there. They treated uh, Tennessee like Utah had treated them. Uh, they've gotten a lot better.
2: Well, they did on that particularly. evening. mean, that, that's for sure. So um, Correct. You know, I don't think it's all quarterback with Tennessee. I mean, he's not Hayden Hooker, so uh, get over that, you know. And that, that wasn't the time or place to – play their true freshman who's going to be a by all rights a great player it wasn't the type of environment you get thrown to the wolves in i don't think anyway so you know uh, they were what they were were that day and you know they got texas san antonio coming in there and um i don't know if their starting quarterback's going to be back you know san antonio lost at home to army last week um, but you, that Frank Smith guy, he's a he's a really good quarterback. Uh, they better not overlook them or have a hangover.
3: No, better not. Uh, if the starter is back on, that will change. You know, the backup guy did a really good job against the Army. Uh, but the, as you said, the smart, the starter is uh, is a really good player. But it was fun to watch that Wishbone team, man. Execute the dive
2: quarterback pitch. They did do that. Elsewhere in the SEC last week, uh, you had LSU 41-14 to 14 at Mississippi State. Boy, they just flat dominated that game. Mm-hmm. Georgia 24, South Carolina 14. Uh, Bama 17, USF 3 a&M 45, Samford 13, UNLV 40, Vandy 37, BYU 38, Arkansas 31, UK 35, Akron 3, and Ole Miss beat Georgia Tech 48-23. This week, Auburn at Texas A&M, Kentucky at Vanderbilt, UTSA at Tennessee, Charlotte at Florida. Ole Miss at Alabama, Arkansas at LSU, UAB at Georgia, Memphis at Mizzou, and New Mexico State at South Carolina. And Mizzou kicks a 61-yard field goal, the longest in SEC history, to beat K-State.
3: Big win. Yeah. Win. They're right in the top 25. Well, that's a big win for Mizzou. Old big eight uh, rivalries. Okay,
2: let's see where we want to go from here. Okay, um, we we touched on the um, Colorado game. And obviously, there was a pretty vicious hit in that game, and um, you know that, that's their best athlete on the field. He's going to be out for a little while. He Had a lacerated liver, but he's going to be all right. And I found it I found it interesting, you know. Well, I find it disgusting that the guy reportedly got death threats, but that's, that's just idiots. But primetime was really the one that came out into his defense. Say, hey, it was a football play. You know, he probably wish he could take it back. Uh, but, you know, we all forgive him. It's all right. People make a mistake here or there. And he goes, uh, by all counts. he's a good young man about to graduate and wants to play in the NFL, and I wish him the best. So, uh, they didn't let that thing fester and get out of hand.
3: Right. You know, Monty, I thought it was actually a light hit out of bounds.
2: Yeah, no, no doubt about
3: it, yeah. Uh, but football's a physical game, and that kind of hit they're trying to eliminate from the game.
2: Yeah, because uh, of what Because of what happened? Because he was right. defen- He was
3: defenseless. He was. He was. <laughs> you, know, it was you know, and a- I blame that on the coaches as much as anybody, you know. Uh, and the, you know they they <laughs> they created or Jay Noble created more intensity in that rival by his comments, and then Dion threw uh, uh, gas on it. Uh, with, you know, with him talking about now it's personal, now it's personal. So that rival was you know for Colorado States was already you know from one of them's perspective was uh, very intense and uh they don't like one another and then that showed up now was it was that called for no i didn't think it was called for.
2: but i thought it was pretty cool that he came out and said hey leave the young man alone let's move on I do too. let's move on so i do too okay now they go to oregon now if you don't think that place is going to be juiced up on saturday and you don't know a whole lot about college football because that place is that place is always hopping anyway. But uh, I think he seems to getting tired of hearing about Colorado. <laughs> and of course, Oregon is a big favorite in this game and got a little local flavor. Jordan James plays for him. They run like a they run three different backs. They just interchange them. And I think James averages a little over fifty yards. A game and um leads them with five touchdowns so and they can put up points too could be a track meet
3: could be a track meet it'll be interesting to see uh how it goes it'll also you know, money be interesting to see how many people watch the game uh you know colorado Colorado state was like in the top five of all uh uh, of all the games that ESPN has broadcast, the number of people that watched.
2: Yeah, and it was oh. a l- late game too.
3: Yeah, one and a half million, something like that. It's crazy, crazy. So, you know, but they're drawing attention to the Pac-12.
2: That they are in its <laughs> in its song. It. <laughs>
3: uh,
2: but yeah, I think uh, I think the. The winning streak's going to come to an end this week, I believe. You know, uh, I just think. But you know, I didn't think they'd beat TCU. And uh,
3: I don't think they go undefeated. Money, I think they'll lose a couple of games. Yeah, uh, but they're not going to be seven and four. I really don't think they'll be seven and four. But they got to play Washington. They got to play Oregon. They got to play UCLA, USC, yeah, uh, and Utah. So. You know, that, that's really good opponent.
2: Really is, and like you said, you know, and you, it was kind of set up last week, you know, Washington just rode into Michigan State and just smoked them. Of course, you had all the controversy with the right. head coach and all that, but, you know, they they just put a beat down on them.
3: Yeah, they, you know, like like said, Michigan State has been distracted.
2: <laughs> to say the least. All right, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We'll take a break and be right back.
4: Good afternoon, trying to wrap up this crash over here on 40 Eastbound at 28th Avenue. It's crowded, as expected for Friday, trying to get north of the city on 65. Working way up through Madison, getting on that ramp to Vietnam Vets. It does slow out there in Wilson County on 40 East, where it connects with 840 just outside of Lebanon. 24 is busy, but it's moving through Rutherford County. Tons of radar on 24 in Rutherford and Coffee County. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering. They're also hiring. Uh, give them a call or go by and see them at Prince's Hot Chicken. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do
5: it your way at Pizza.
4: Your favorites can now be ordered online at SirPizzaTN.com. Carryout and delivery are available. Just go to SirPizzaTN.com and tap the location closest to you.
0: You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders Sports.
5: On 5,
0: touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, bench, call. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for blue
5: raider athletics i'm chip walters hear the games here on news radio wgns
0: middle tennessee win raiders win the championship your source for the big blue and the borough news radio wgns parks auction we handle everything